0: Hi, this is Lindsay Ferguson, and you're listening to Why Did I Write That? I'm really excited about today's episode because I am going to start a series of episodes where I talk to you about songs that I wrote for my most recent release. It is the album called Being a Girl, and it takes place in four uh, main locations and states of being, Um, so I'm going to break those episodes up into the different locations. So today's episode, we're going to focus on... New York City from the years 2018 until 2020, when I was living there and getting my master's degree. Um, so staying true to the form that was, uh, established in the first episode, I don't really have anything specific prepared for this episode. Uh, I don't have a script or anything like that. Um, I just had to take my headphones off because you may have noticed I am using a higher quality mic and um, so I'm now, I am no longer in the little office space that I had set up for myself doing this in front of my laptop, rather I'm in um, the piano room um, at my house which you can hear. me I just played that right now um so you know who knows what's gonna happen um but anyway I had I had headphones on so I could hear and hearing myself I realized I I, I couldn't um I couldn't get into the episode at all because um, I was just listening to myself and kind of making judgments and trying to edit already in my head and You know, the whole thing that I'm so proud of from the first episode is that I didn't edit any of that. You know, I want to stay true to that. So headphones are off now. Um, So what was I saying? Yes. (laughs) So today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about songs from my album, Being a Girl. Um, And so I'm just going to jump right in and see what happens. So the very first song on the album... Um, once you get past the little introductory note that I that I give you, um, you being the listener, if you've listened to the album, um, we go into the song Kingsman. For those of you who haven't heard, or if you you know don't know the lyrics by heart, um, the song begins. Make yourself comfortable here in my home. I'll just have to assume. That you'll leave me alone Sure, I'll have the last word Though it's not what I want But it's just what you get When you step in the hunt This song is, uh, you know, simply put, about dating in New York City, um, particularly dating with the use of dating apps such as Hinge, Tinder, uh, Bumble, all of which I you know gave gave a go at while I was living there i I you know I would have a date with someone, maybe we'd connect, you know, maybe we'd connect enough that we'd end up together for coffee in the morning um and that was really the extent of it Um, even even people that you know I continued to see it never really got beyond going on a date going back to someone's place having coffee in the morning and leaving there were times that I was seeing you know just one person for maybe like six weeks and what that consisted of was every Friday doing what I just listed maybe texting each other in between and never really actually knowing the other person at all, never even getting close to getting to know them, really just knowing what kind of dates they like to go on, maybe if that that was exhausting um, the thing about about my time dating in New York is i was I was exhausted by the 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 high number of very kind of surface level connection that I was having with people um, and now that's not true of my my good friends in New york city um, and that's why there's a section that says "Thank God for my girlfriends because truly thank God for them because I remember once I was on the phone with my mom, and you know I was complaining about the dating life and and this feeling of, you know, you live in this big city and there's people everywhere and, and your soulmate could be here. And maybe you pass him on the street. Maybe you meet him in a coffee shop. Maybe, you know, you're in line at the grocery store. Um, of course, you know, it, it was never that. It was, you you know, swiped in a certain direction on your phone. And, and and so there was i was living with this constant feeling of expectation and hope but the reality of my interactions romantically were just kind of going through the motions acting out a dating life acting out romance um but not actually having any sort of intimate connection emotionally with another person and so i was complaining about this and i said to my mom you know i I thought you know it was all about the big romantic dates and getting dressed up and going out into the city and, and 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 that that passion and that that spark but all I really want is someone who I can sit next to on this couch and watch a movie with. Someone who I don't have to be talking to to enjoy their company. Someone who can just whose presence, whether that be silent or in conversation or watching a movie or reading a book together or going out on a big date, you know, I, I, I just wanted, I wanted to share someone's presence and I wanted someone to want my presence. You know, I just want a company, really, I guess, is what it comes down to. Um, And what I was getting instead was very late night drinks. And if you're me, now you're kind of irritated with this person that you're supposed to go on a date with because how dare they make you, you know, wait around until 11 p.m. and then you're angry with yourself. How dare I, you know, settle for this? And then eventually you meet up for drinks and if all goes well, The next morning you make them coffee and they leave. And that was hard because I'm a romantic. I'm absolutely a romantic, always have been. And so I would go into every single new date with the hope. But yeah, when I was in New York at that point, it'd been a couple of years since I had someone who was both my date and my friend. <laughs> um, and so yeah, I guess I guess Kingsman is about what it's like dating when. You're using these apps, and both you and the person that you're on a date with is aware of the fact that when you go home, you could get back on your phone and find, you know, hundreds of other people who also seem compatible and maybe better than this. And with that, you know, kind of option overload and that feeling of there's always something that might be better than this. How do you get anyone to stay longer than coffee? How do you get anyone to give up more than just one night a week? And I couldn't, I never did. I never, I never did with the dating apps, I never did. And so that was kingsman and then we go into silk and satin silk and satin take manhattan starts like this boy you're You're a mystery mystery. if If you are are listening listening, why don't don't you picture picture this this. cocoa and cinnamon sipping my coffee and whispering sin on my lips a satinese lip silk on my hips swaying into the cafe you come say hello and I tell you no, and thanks but have a good day. Cuz I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta, go, I gotta, go, gotta go, go to work. That was my response to dating in New York City. That was my pretend confidence, my pretend sense of I don't need a man, I don't need a partner. I don't even want that I could care less all I care about is my career and you don't deserve the time that's gonna be taken away from pursuing my career just so that you can go on a couple dates with me and then move on to the next person and it's false confidence you know it's absolutely false confidence because if I, To be completely honest, if I was wearing a satiny slip with silk on my hips and I was swaying into a cafe and someone came and said hello to me, I would say hello. <laughs> I am a romantic. I would think that this was our meet cute and this is my husband. I would absolutely think that. Um... But I, I had to take on this this sense of I'm the one saying no to relationships. I'm the one, you know, turning people down because it was too painful to face the fact that I was meeting so many people who did not want to commit to me. You know? That sucked. And, and I'll... Be honest, I'm not saying I wanted to commit to every single one of those people who didn't feel it about me, but certainly more often than not, it was, you know, I had genuine interest in the person, and it just wasn't matched. So then the next song that we get to is Bad Coffee. And you've probably noticed a bit of a pattern here in things that I like to write about. Sipping my coffee and a hot cup of coffee. I would say um, in order from uh, greatest frequency in my music to the least, I would say first comes coffee, <laughs> and then second comes relationships that don't work out. <laughs> so, bad coffee. I actually wrote at... The apartment of someone who I was seeing Um, and that song starts, we drink bad coffee cause it's better than nothing and we spend our mornings having bad discussions about how we're addicted to the bitter you never took me for a quitter but when the coffee cold I swear I will leave you with the winter which was more prophetic than I realized I actually I wrote that song at someone's apartment after having truly terrible coffee and you know when I got to the line I swear I'll leave you with the winter I wasn't thinking about leaving this person but I did leave him in the winter uh, in December actually kind of fun story I ended things with this person on the phone because I had already tried to do it once in person and that backfired. Um, I only had about 15 minutes to talk to them because I was on my way to go to um, the recording studio where I was recording um, Let's Play Pretend and Kingsman. I was going to meet the producer and I was also going to meet the um, composer who he'd hired to arrange strings for, for two songs I was working on. So I was in a rush and, you know, I ended things and God bless my beautiful, wonderful friend was with me when I did it and she was waiting for me with um, coffee cake and a hot chocolate that's friendship. Um, and after I'd had my cake and chocolate, I got in a taxi to go to the studio. I got to the studio, still in in, in in the cab, hadn't gotten out yet. And I get a call from the producer. You know, I pick up the phone and he's like, hey, um, I've got Jordan on the phone here. Uh, so let's let's get talking. And I realized that i was wrong that it was supposed to be a phone call meeting and i was not supposed to be at the studio so you know we had this phone call as i steered the cab around and took it back to my apartment and you know my producer said, "Winsy, can you explain to Jordan the composer arranger, you know, what you want from your music?" I'm super emotional. I had just been crying. I'm trying to hold it together. Um, and I just focus in on thinking about the music. and I become very calm. and I start explaining that for this one song, I want the strings to sound like like waves coming in and out. And um, and the 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 arranger who would be writing the strings and performing them, the way he responds, I'm just, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm like, well, wait, so this guy also, you know, exists in metaphors <laughs> and thinks about music as images and, and, and earth and objects and not in terms of, you know, music theory. And it was so exciting for me because I knew that this was going to work. And the fun part about this story is that that arranger is my fiancé now. Um, we had such a wonderful first phone call that I kept reaching out to him for different random reasons. There were all these different things that I thought he might be able to help me with. Um, and finally, whenever I decided on my own that I wanted to move to L.A., I reached out to him for advice on you know, coming out there and... And we just kept talking until eventually we were making music and then we were deciding to live together. And then we were saying, I love you. And then now I'm going to marry him. Um, And so that's, that's pretty cool. So that has actually really nothing to do with bad coffee directly. But, you know, that's where my brain goes. So, the next song while I'm still in New York City is Let's Play Pretend. And that is one of the songs that Jordan arranged strings for. And that song was actually for another guy who I'd um, seen for a while, same person that inspired Kingsman, actually. Um, We were, you know, we were going on dates and also just hanging out, texting every day um, for about two months. And then um, I went home for winter break. And whenever I came back, I couldn't get a hold of him for a while. And then finally, he he texted me to let me know that he and his best friend were in love with each other. um, And that was that. Um, So I cared, and I, I was hurt. And I think the worst part was I was absolutely jealous of him. Because he got to fall in love with his best friend. And his best friend loved him back. And that's incredible. And I I wanted that. I it wasn't that I wanted him, I wanted I wanted what he had. Um so I wrote the song Let's Play Pretend, which was about, I actually wrote it, you know, before I found out that he was in love with his best friend. And I started to feel that, that, that distance creeping in and, and realizing that we were only ever going to get so close and that things weren't going to come together the way that I'd hoped that they would. Um, but I wasn't ready to just end it or walk away. So for a while I was hoping we could just keep going on these dates and, and, act like we're a couple when we're together even though when we weren't together it was almost like he didn't even exist our worlds never our worlds never collided and and that was a that was a terrible place to be in um I don't recommend anyone stay in that space if you are there (laughs) um because there's I think nothing worse than limbo than that in-between of, no, we're not committed to each other. We haven't, you know, stated for sure that we're both in this, really, but, um, you know, I'm giving him a little bit of my heart every once in a while, and I might be getting something back from him that's just... Limbo is too hard of a place to stay in. Um, I don't know if you've ever limboed but think about it if you're going under that pole your back's bent back you can't stay there you can't stay there now i probably couldn't even get there (laughs) and i don't want to go there (laughs) limbo bad so i'd written this song and of course it's so beautiful to me now that you know my future husband is the one who Stepped in and, and added all of these beautiful strings and, and, and drums and that great guitar solo at the end. Tell me miss me and I'll understand can which I didn't want. <laughs> Um I remember when Jordan sent the guitar solo because I hadn't asked for one, but apparently he'd had, you know, such a fun time um, you know, composing music for this song that he just kind of for his own fun recorded this guitar solo and he sent it and and I my my response was like you know, it's great but I just don't think it's right, you know? Um we'll we'll think about it. I didn't say no right away, thank God. And then I remember I played I played the the first mix that I had for for my sister and my brother in law. And for both of them their favorite part was the guitar solo. And I was like, Really? So I'd really think about it and you know, after listening to it enough, you know, I couldn't imagine it without the guitar. So thank you, Jordan. For that and more. Um, And then, of course, the last song that is in the New York City section of Being a Girl is NYC, which um, is a song that I wrote uh, exactly how I explain it in the beginning of the song. Um, It was a Sunday night. I was sitting on the couch. I was looking out the window, and I was thinking about how I was feeling, and so the lyrics begin as follows. I can never fall asleep on Sunday nights Cause in the day I take it slow And so I have no need to take a break On Sunday nights sometimes I wish That I could take up smoking cigarettes So I'd have something to take in before I go to bed and that was true. I always had this restless feeling in New York, um, especially in the evenings. If I wasn't going out, um, you know, I lived in the West Village and it was a very uh, high energy, bustling place. And, and I would sit at my window maybe at 9 p.m. on a Sunday and I'd see the goings on outside—people going to dinner, you know, going to the the music venues, you know, just going to places, coming from places, meeting with friends, meeting new people—and um, and to sit still and watch that created so much restless energy inside of me um, that I wish that I had, could at least smoke a cigarette. And take some deep breaths and exhale, take it all in and then be able to put something out. Um, and I think what I put out instead was that song. And that was my way of kind of processing the energy that was all around and, and giving it somewhere to go. Because if I didn't do that, um, it just it turned into anxiety and brain, brain fog and, and, and just a, a very uncomfortable feeling of restlessness. Um, and then finally, you know, after, you know, almost two years of living in New York and, and quarantine hit, I, I left the city and I rested. I really rested. And that was when I realized I couldn't go back. Um, there wasn't, there was too much. There was too much going on. I was overstimulated. There were too many choices. There were too many people, too many snacks. You know, I would go out to get a snack at night, but there were so many different bodegas to go to, and in those bodegas, so many different snacks to choose from that half the time I came back without a snack because I just couldn't make a decision. Um, And so when I left New York and I was more clear headed and I could rest, I was able to make a decision. And that decision was, I was gonna move to LA. I was gonna make music with Jordan. I was going to take time to breathe and to rest and find space and nature. And before I could do any of that, I was going to have to move back home and live with my parents for six months in quarantine. And that's what we'll talk about next week. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, This has been Why Did I Write That? I'm your host, Lindsay Ferguson. And uh, if you enjoyed this, please follow me on Spotify. Um, There is a Why Did I Write That with Lindsay Ferguson YouTube channel that you can subscribe to. You can actually watch uh, me recording these episodes if that interests you. Um, And uh, if you haven't yet, I, I really suggest that you listen to my album, Being a Girl, which is on your preferred streaming platform. Um, if you have any questions, please reach out to me. And have a great freaking day. Have a great freaking day. Have a great freaking day. Have a great freaking day.